Hello, my friends. Welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul. It's the 20th day of January. Thanks for joining me as we continue our journey in the Gospel of Luke. We're going to talk about the purpose of the parables today as Jesus gives it in the Gospel of Luke and do a little bit of comparison with the quote that Jesus makes from Isaiah. We'll get into that in a second. I want to tell you about the sermon you can look for tomorrow. We'll drop our weekly sermon and we're back to the teaching and preaching of the Apostles' Creed at our home church, the Garden Church of the Midlands in Irmo, South Carolina. We've resumed and we'll do so for the entire month of January, ministering the last part of the creed. And we come to the the line, and I open with this in the sermon, the most controversial line for us Protestants is, I believe in the Holy Catholic Church. And we struggle with that, of course, because we see that as the Catholic Church, big C. But if, but of course, you know that it's little c, and that makes a difference. It's the universal church. And so to believe in the church, and I combine it with the communion of saints, because as far as I'm concerned, there's no church without the communion of saints. And so we preach a message on what it means to be the church universal and what it means to be the church within communion, communion with the body and the blood and communion with one another. And in this message, I lay out some things that are the what I think are missional in the church, not just at the garden, but missional at the in the body of Christ at large, and some things that we are to be if we're to call ourselves a church. This message is titled, The Church in Communion. And it's a little longer for a Sunday morning uh, than we've done recently. It's nearly 45 minutes, and it's one that covers uh, two passages from the Gospel of Matthew, one from Matthew 16, where Jesus asks the disciples, whom do men say that I am? Of course, the disciples, some say you're Jeremiah, some say you're John the Baptist, some say you're Elijah. But who do you say that I am, he asks. And Peter answers, you are the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus then confirms that you don't learn that through flesh and blood, but that you learn it through revelation and that he's going to build his church on that. And so we go into what building the church through the arm of the flesh might look like versus allowing him to build it through revelation. Then we go to Matthew 18, and this is where you combine community or communion, where Jesus says, if two or three of you agree on any one thing, it'll be done for you. And you gather in my name, I'll be in the midst. And that word agree is important. We get into what it means in the Greek, and I think bring these two things together pretty well. Look for the church in communion. Tomorrow, wherever you are listening to this podcast, you get the audio version. If you like video, you can get that at our YouTube channel, PWM. Also, it's the end. We're nearing the end of January. This is not the final weekend. We have one more, but we are a little ahead of the game. We're getting better at this in the ministry is getting out tax receipts. We have to have, as a 501c3, we have to have all of our donor receipts in excess of a certain threshold. So you have to give a certain threshold to for, to us to have to legally send out a receipt. And we have to have those out by the 31st of January, but we have them out. We, we had a big week. We've had a good month. And we've had a, a great weeks of just being in the office where we didn't have anything else. We didn't allow anything else. Just boom, go at it. And so the tax receipts are out. 
And some of you should have already started receiving them, but they're all in the mail. Inside of that tax receipt is our White Family Annual New Year's card. So if you are a donor, you receive the card that shows pictures of us, my, my wife and I and our kids and Lucas's fiance, and they're all on the card. And we, a little greeting from us. And we send that out every year. If you don't receive your tax receipt in the next week, that means we either didn't, you didn't get to that threshold or somehow it got returned to us. So um, if you've changed your address or if you just like to receive the card, um, in either case, you can reach me at ddp at paulwhiteministries.com, ddp at paulwhiteministries.com. Let me know your new address. Let me know you'd like the card. And so all of those should be out. And uh, give it a few days. If you don't get it by the middle of next week, then somehow it got come, it come back to us. Every year they come back, and that just happens because people move, relocate, or we get something wrong. We try to do that uh, and get it right. We want to uh, get what you need uh, as far as giving and your receipts. Okay, um, I've, I spent a lot of time today, and I apologize. I know there's things I want to say, and sometimes I... It's been a little too long on them. Let's read a verse today from verse 9 in Luke chapter 8. When the disciples asked him what this parable meant, this parable, by the way, is the parable of the sower. He said, to you it's been given to know the secrets of the kingdom of God, but for others they are in parables, so that seeing they may not see and hearing they may not understand. What you might not catch there is that Jesus is actually quoting the sixth chapter of Isaiah, where Isaiah said that that's what would happen. So that leads to the question, is the point of the parables of Jesus to make his message so obscure, so inaccessible that people can't tell what he's saying and and to only reserve the truth to a very small circle of people that he has pulled in and can only, they can only get the definition behind closed doors. Um, And if that's the case, then it would seem that the parables of Jesus are intended not to open doors, but as one scholar wrote, not to open a door, but to lock the door. Um, Does that mean that God really wants to only reveal himself to an elite few? Well, this is funny because I just told you about the the message to watch for tomorrow, the church in communion, where Jesus says on this, flesh and blood doesn't reveal this to you, but the Father reveals it to you. So... The real question is, is who does God want to reveal himself to and how? If Jesus reveals himself through Revelation to Peter on this rock, I'll build my church. Not you. I will build my church. Then Jesus is building it through Revelation. And, of course, he can build it with whomever he wishes. Uh, there's a But that runs us into a problem, if we're being honest. And that is, well... Um, does man really have a choice in this? Or is Jesus just revealing himself to whomever he wishes? And if they, if, you know, the, the others are out of luck. Well, Jesus told us right before this, to, if we have ears, let us hear. And right after this, he's going to tell us to be careful what you hear. So it would seem to me that, Jesus reveals himself through the parabolic and through revelation to those who open their ears to hear 
So it's not a matter of him picking who he wants to reveal himself to, but who opens their ears to hear the revelation. Or another metaphor would be to opens their eyes to see. And to do that, sometimes we've got to be blinded to other things. Saul of Tarsus is a good example. You've got to be blinded to one thing to see another. But none of that happens because he forces it. So we've got to place ourselves in a position to want to receive of it. And now I'm going to dig into what Isaiah means and then what Jesus means with Isaiah on tomorrow's podcast. We'll see you then. God bless.